Welcome to Ladies Who Love Christ, where we love to encourage you to build intimacy with Christ. We'll bring you insights and teachings to help you grow in your walk with Jesus, ultimately becoming the strong, godly woman you were created to be. Here's Ashley Pope Todorova. Hi, ladies. This is Ashley Pope Todorova with Ladies Who Love Christ Ministries, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about five things that I know to be true about the Lord Jesus, things that I've seen in my life, um, truths about him that I've experienced through my own testimony. So we are going to dive into scripture today. I'm so looking forward to this episode. But before we do, I just want to share some really exciting announcements with you. Um, we have our fourth women's conference that's going to be coming right here to Atlanta on April 18th of 2020. That's this coming April. Uh, it's going to be nine to five. And this event is sponsored by AnyPest. They are our amazing ministry sponsors who are helping to make this event free. So join us on April 18th at Piedmont Church. Tickets are free. Ladies, we are already halfway through our um, our list of, of attendees as far as we have a cap. So please, please make sure that you register um, if you want to bring a group of friends, that's great, but you've got to start registering soon because spots are filling up fast. Um, this will be a day-long event that includes breakfast, snacks, a fully catered lunch. Uh, we're going to have amazing worship and speakers. Um, I'll be speaking my dear friend, Sarah, who will be traveling in from Louisiana. She's my partner in ministry. Um, Sarah will be speaking. So we're going to have an incredible day planned for you, and we would absolutely love to have you there. Um, to register for that event, you can simply go to ladieswholovechrist.com to our events tab, and you'll be able to register that way. Um, and then also, I want to let you know that we are now available on all major podcast platforms. So after this um, episode airs, if you want to go back, if you want to take notes, if you almost want to turn it into a Bible study, you can simply go to any major podcast platform and listen to us there. We would absolutely love if you would subscribe to our channel. And you can also look us up on Ladies Who Love Christ through YouTube. So there's a lot of ways to connect with us and there's a lot of ways to plug into this ministry. And we absolutely would love to just walk out life with you. So uh, today, again, we're going to start with five things that I know to be true about our father. Ladies, we go through so many challenges in a lifetime. We all have different stories. We all have different struggles. We all have different things that perhaps we've endured or we've lived through. Um, all of us, not one of us, has, has um, been without a loss of some sort, has lived our life without some sort of a loss. And as I, as I reflect on my testimony, as I reflect on um, my life and what the Lord has done um, up until this point, he has just proven himself time and time and time again to be trustworthy, to be um, faith-filled and merciful and graceful and holy. And, you know, I've, I've experienced his goodness, sweet ladies who love Christ, um, during a lot of heartache and from a lot of heartache. So if you're walking through a season in your life right now that it's perhaps difficult, it's challenging, and it's um, just a hard place to get through, I want to remind you of these truths about our Lord Jesus, okay, because he sees you and he knows your situation, and he cares. So I always say, if you're driving, do not do this. Come back and listen to the podcast or find us on YouTube. But if you're not driving and you want to make it a Bible study, 
please, ladies, pull out the Word of God. We want to cultivate opening the Word of God while we are learning, okay? The first truth that I know about our Lord Jesus is that our Father is consistent. He is a consistent Father. He will never abandon you. No matter what experiences you've had in your life, maybe people haven't been consistent in your life. Maybe you've gone through things where you've really struggled with abandonment of some sort. I have a very rich testimony of, of um, various things. And coming as a young adult, coming out of um, my teenage years into my formative adult years, one thing that I struggled with was abandonment. And sometimes if we're not careful, please listen, sometimes if we're not careful, we can allow what's been done to us or perhaps who has hurt us to define our Heavenly Father. I want you to understand, sweet lady who loves Christ, that he'll never abandon you, that he will never abandon you, even if it doesn't look like you think it should look right now. And that's a powerful statement because sometimes when things don't look like we think they should, sometimes when we're in the thick of the struggle, that is where we start to lose heart. And I want to encourage you that you serve a father who is consistent, even in the most inconsistent times in your life. If you have the word open, I would love for you to turn to Hebrews 13.8. Hebrews 13.8, and I'm going to read that to you. Hebrews 13.8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. And for me in my life and my journey from my testimony, that gave me such hope. It gave me such hope to know that no matter what I was facing, no matter what I went through, no matter what I will go through that maybe I don't know right now, right, that he is consistent, that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's Hebrews 13.8. Now, the second truth that I've learned about our Father, sweet lady who loves Christ, and this is really important, is that he'll never leave us. He'll never leave you. Our Father will never, ever leave us, even when we have earthly experiences of people doing so. You know, there are times in our life where we go through such struggle and such heartache with people that if we're not careful, again, I'm going to be very repetitive with this, we will parallel what has been done to us. We will parallel um, that pain that we feel with our um, father and we'll define him by that. We have to be so careful not to define our heavenly father by the circumstances in our life and by our experiences. Ladies, these are things in my life that I know to be true, but I also know that before I really came into a deep relationship with Jesus, I was, as a young girl, going through so many struggles, I was prone to this. I started to think, goodness, like, can I trust my heavenly father? Can I trust that his plans for me are good? Like the word says, and I'm telling you from experience, from firsthand experience, he can be trusted and he will never leave you. He will never leave you. If you turn to Hebrews 13, 5, it says, keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. So we can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere man do to me? What that says is that he'll never leave us and he'll never forsake us. He will never leave us and he'll never forsake us. And you know what's amazing about this sweet lady is that he's always there. He's not just there when he feels like being there. 
the moment that you need him, the moment that you call on him, the moment that you humble yourself in prayer, the moment that you humble yourself with the situation that you're in, the struggle that you're in, the the pain that you're in, the moment that you humble yourself and pray to your father, he is there. He's always there. So not only will he not leave you, he's always there, ready, ready to help you, ready to come alongside you in your situation. Okay. The third truth, sweet lady that I know, and this is one of the most beautiful truths that I've learned in my journey about our father, about our Lord Jesus, is that his love for us is immeasurable. His love for you is immeasurable. It literally cannot be contained. His love for you cannot be contained. The closest word that they've um, come to be able to describe it, and it probably doesn't even come close even still, is the word hesed, and it's spelled H-E-S-E-D. And that word means absolutely unconditional, overflowing, without measure. That's his love for you. And that love, sweet ladies, that love is sufficient. I had to learn this through the struggles, through the heartache. I've shared so much of my testimony in previous episodes, but through that heartache, through that pain, I've learned this truth that his love for me is immeasurable and his love for you is immeasurable. It cannot be contained. But again, when we go through deep wounds, when we go through pain, when we go through hurt, when we go through loss, when we go through heartache, if we take our eyes and our hearts off of the Lord, please listen to this, sweet ladies. It's important. If we take our eyes and our hearts off of the Lord, we're going to start to search for our love and our sense of worth in people and things. And people and things will never satisfy that, that need in your heart that only the, the, the love of Jesus can fill. So when you search for things to fill that spot that only Jesus can fill, that is, that is where we get ourselves into so much trouble. So if you're in a situation where you just don't understand, soak up his love. Get alone. Open the word of God. Maybe you can't pray. Maybe you can't um, sit there and study the word. The pain is so great. He knows what you need. Just sit in his presence and let him fill you up because his love for you, sweet ladies, his love for you is so, so deep. John three sixteen, and this is one that most everyone knows but for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. And what that says is that he loves us so much he sent Jesus Christ. He sent Jesus Christ to die that martyr's death on that cross at Calvary, his bloodshed for you. That is an immense, immeasurable, cannot be contained kind of love. So when you struggle, just reflect on that. When you have been hurt by people, Just reflect on that, okay, that his love for you is so great. If you'll turn to Romans 5, 8, I love this scripture. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Christ died for us, even in our sin. So ladies, we're going to come back after the break, and we're going to dive into more ways and more truths that I know about our Lord Jesus Um, But I want to thank any Pastor Ministry sponsors for this radio show. And uh, we'll be back after the break. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Ladies Who Love Christ. We'll be back with more right after this. We're back. This is Ladies Who Love Christ. Here's Ashley Pope Todorova. Hi, ladies. This is Ashley Pope Todorova with Ladies Who Love Christ Ministries. And before the break, we were talking about five things that I know to be true about our Lord Jesus. And these are things that I've learned through my testimony and through my walk um, with the Lord and, and also through many of the circumstances and things that I lived through um, as a child into a formative adult. So, Um, These are things that he has taught me about his character, and they're things that I have seen firsthand. So um, before the break, we ended with um, talking about his love for us being immeasurable, literally cannot be contained. And I I love that. And our supportive scriptures um, for that was John 3, 16 and Romans 5, 8. The fourth thing that I know um, to be true about our Lord is that he's our protector. He is our protector and he's our shepherd. That even when we go through situations in life where um, perhaps um, we were not protected in a way that we should have been, um, perhaps something happened to you that you felt violated or you felt like um, you you started to lose trust in people. And these things happen to all of us. Uh, I want you to know, sweet lady, that his his love for you, not only is it immeasurable, but he is your protector. He will guide you. He will take you out of those um, dark times in your life and the things that you cannot make sense of. And he will give you purpose and he will give it value as hard as it was to get through. I promise you this. I'm telling you this from experience. He is our shepherd. He guides us. He knows what is best for us, even when we do not. And sometimes when you go through certain situations and loss and abuses and abandonment, you think that you know what is best for you. And even if it's not best, you put up walls and you start to really block out people, but not just people. You can block out our Heavenly Father if you are not careful. And he is your ultimate protector, sweet ladies. You do not block him out when you go through struggles and you go through hard times. And I had to learn this. I had to learn that even when People can't always be trusted because of the brokenness and the pain and the sin nature, even when people can't be trusted, that he can be trusted, that our Lord Jesus absolutely can be trusted. He is a good, good father. As a little girl of about the age, I think I was between eight and nine, um, I was going through a lot of struggles in my life at the time. Um, I had been taken from my mother at a very young age. Um, My mom was diagnosed with a mental illness, schizophrenia. And it really set off a series of events in my life that were very painful, very painful. And I went to live um, with some family members. And I so remember, just like it was yesterday, wanting to have a mom and wanting to have somebody there that I could call mom. And it was a great loss. And in my little heart, I didn't know how to, how to um, process it, but I just knew how, how painful it was. And every single night, I would go to bed. And I would literally pray Psalm 23. And during that time in my life, as that little girl, it was a very, very, very dark time. It was a hard time. And I would pray, and I'm going to read this to you because it is so beautiful. He is our protector. He is our shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd, Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. 
Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And I would crawl up onto my top bunk as that little girl. I would pray Psalm 23, and it would give me the peace to be able to fall asleep and to keep going and to keep going. And he started that in my heart at such a young age. But sweet ladies, please listen to this. Please listen. If we go through that pain and that turmoil and that hard stuff that we all carry, and we do it and we try to do it apart from God and his word, we will struggle and we will suffer. And oftentimes we will continue to repeat whatever it is we've struggled through. And that's so important for us to understand. He is your protector, okay? He is your protector, and he can be trusted. The fifth thing is that the Lord hears us and responds. The Lord hears us and responds. Psalm Psalm 28, 6 tells us, Praise be to the Lord, for he has heard my cry for mercy. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him, and he helps me. My heart leaps for joy, and with my song, I praise him. You see, ladies, when I went through... So many of the painful circumstances I did as a, a, a child and a, an adult, um, I really didn't start to address these things and, and allow the Lord to heal me until uh, my late 20s. And so I had really built up a lot of walls by then. I'd built up a lot of um, anger and resentment and all these things that serve no good fruit, right? Uh, when we... When we call out to the Lord, when we cry out to him in our pain, he is a God that hears and that responds, even if it's not the way we think it should look. I look back at my life now after he's done this work in my heart, and I say this work, after he's done this healing work in my heart, I look back and I see his sovereign hand over each and every circumstance, every pain, every abuse, every hurt, every heartache, everything that I didn't think I would be able to get through when I was going through it, okay? But I promise you that he hears you. I talked about uh, the Lord's sovereignty, and, you know, I used to hear sovereignty and not really understand fully what it is, and I want to make sure you ladies understand what sovereignty is. What is God's sovereignty? This is God's rule over all reality, right? It also means principle, chief, or supreme. He is in control he hears us and he responds. His sovereignty, that even when it looks crazy and chaotic, he is a sovereign God. He is in control over all. And I think that's really, really important because you don't have to understand the situation you're in, but you can trust his hand. That saying that I've, um, that quote that I've said before, and I love it so much, when you can't trace his hand, you can trust his heart. But sweet ladies, that trust, that intimacy, that true, deep, rich, understanding of who our father is it doesn't come just out of nowhere it comes by you spending time with him it comes by you cultivating i love the word cultivate because it literally means like cultivating soil cultivating that relationship with him taking time and saying lord your priority in my life you are priority 
when you are developing a relationship with a spouse or somebody that you are interested in and you want to have a relationship with this person, what comes with that? What comes with that intimacy and, and building relationships and friendships? It, it's spending time with a person, talking to them, getting to know their heart, getting to know what they like, getting to know what they don't like, right? Spending time with them. But yeah, in our in our walk, and I want to challenge you, you with the tough stuff because I don't believe that I've been called to sit here and share the easy stuff. The tough stuff is that tied to that is due diligence, I had to look at my life and say, there's some responsibility here. If I'm to know all of these things about our father, that means I have to take the time. Sweet ladies, if you are not taking the time to cultivate that through his word, through really understanding what scripture says about your situation, and you don't need anything else to add to it. Truly, the word of God is life-giving. You don't need anything to add to it. The Lord will do that through his, his word, right? In your heart. So a few things that I'd like to end with today, sweet ladies. Number one is that we must base our understanding of God on scripture. You can't base your understanding of the Lord on your circumstances. You can't base it on what you've been through. You can't base it on the things that you don't understand. You have to base your understanding of the Lord Jesus on scripture and to base That understanding of him on scripture means that you have to literally make it the priority of your life to open his word, to open his word every day and to cultivate the habit of spending time in his word. We cannot allow, we cannot allow the pain to define us. I realize that in my life. I can't allow these things to define me. I have to allow the word of God and what the Lord tells me about me to define me. And sweet ladies, all the things that never made sense, all the things that were so hard to get through, the Lord gave me this incredible clarity on this clarity, this purpose, the value in it so much. So he's such a restorer. I love the word restore. He's such a restorer that he took all those things All of those things, each and everything, not one thing was left out. And he gave them such a purpose in my life that I can look back at the most difficult circumstances and thank the Lord for them. Thank him. I thank him for the testimony that at one time living through it felt like it was going to crumble me. I thank him for that. And only God can do that in your heart. So you've got to make it a priority to cultivate that habit, or that habit of spending time in his word, that habit to spend time in prayer. Okay. Second Timothy 316 tells us all scripture is breathed by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. But you know, I think oftentimes, ladies, we miss out on that sweet intimacy and that richness because we're not taking time for his word. We're taking time for everything else and everyone else, but getting alone with Jesus. I want to challenge you this week. I'm giving you a challenge. I want to challenge you this week to take 10 minutes a day, maybe more if you have more, but take 10 minutes a day and open the word of God.
So in conclusion today, ladies, I'm so glad you are here. I'm so glad you were able to be a part of this episode. Um, I want to remind you, go to ladieswholovechrist.com, sign up for our free conference that's coming to Atlanta on April 18th. I would love to meet you. And um, please, please look us up on all major podcast platforms. We would love if you would subscribe to our podcast. And I would love to pray for you. You can submit a prayer request at ladieswholovechrist.com. Thank you to our ministry sponsors, Anypost. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ladies Who Love Christ. For more, go to ladieswholovechrist.com and join us on Facebook, Ladies Who Love Christ Ministries.